the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. Live from the Bay Area. Your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about today. It's easy-pleasy. It's easy to do. You don't have to make an appointment to talk about your portfolio, your financial questions, your money issues. You just need to get on the phone and give me a call. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Typically at the top of the hour, in the first hour, I try to start with some sort of intriguing financial story. And it could be a stock-related or politics-related. I try to ask you for your opinion on it. I've got an odd one today. And this is a financial story, and you're going to go, it doesn't really sound like a financial story, but it's a start. Oh, before I even get into my stuff, let me say, Friday, we're going to give away Dan Rusnowski's very own Shark Tickets. Uh, for the April 10th, 730 game, Sharks against the Phoenix uh, Coyotes. Uh, that should be a good one because both of those teams are gearing up for the playoffs. And uh, we're going to give away Dan Rusnowski's very own tickets. And again, that's good swag. That's $200 a ticket. So that's, that's good stuff. So you don't want to miss that on Fridays. So make an appointment to listen to The Rob Black Show coming up this Friday. But first and foremost, I want to talk uh, a financial story. And it's city sewer systems have failed in Rhode Island. And hundreds of people are being evacuated in Massachusetts. Rain has began easing from a storm, but that storm choked rivers and closed highways and it smashed precipitation records in the Northeast. New York, Boston, and Providence. It's almost biblical, right? It's kind of an odd story. You're saying, Rob, where are you going with this? Um, Rainfall marks have hit record highs. Again, I think that's probably a good thing from a pollution standpoint it's a good thing from the crop standpoint maybe sometimes you get too much and that could be a problem but it's a lot of rain for two days and it's it's basically caused flooding throughout the whole northeast and president barack obama has declared parts of rhode island and massachusetts disaster areas ultimately what you're seeing is rivers are setting flood crest records thousands of national guard troops are being mobilized to help the floods and evacuate residents now we in california we don't know that because we live in the, the People's Republic of California. We don't really think too much of what goes on east of the Rocky Mountains. We get as far as Tahoe and our interest starts to, to wane as far as what's going on over there. So this is a big story to me. It's, it's so big that people who have worked in the industry, the fire industry, the water industry, have said we've never seen anything like this before. And they're going as far as to asking everyone not to use their toilets if they can get away with it. That's how bad it is. That's, that's pretty dramatic, right? Now, I, I guess this brings up the story of insurance. Do you have renter's insurance? Do you have homeowner's insurance? Have you updated your insurance? Does it cover a flood, a record flood, a once-in-a-hundred-year flood? It's, it's good questions. Now, typically, what I say is only insure what you can't afford to lose. And this takes me back to time when I recently came out of college, I was living with my girlfriend, Juliet. Yes, I was living in sin. 
She recently had a baby. A baby. But uh, where do I go with this? Oh, so we're living in the apartment. It's Saturday morning, and, you know, I, I might have tied one on the night before, but I hear gurgling. I hear the to- toilet talking to me. Gurgling. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. So I, 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 it's 9 o'clock. I get out of bed, and toilet's backed up. I'm like, I don't remember taking a big crap last night and backing it up, but it's backed up, and it's gurgling. And we lived in the bottom uh, unit of a townhouse, so we could open our back door and, you know, walk out in the grass. It was kind of nice. It was a good place, and, you know, Saturday morning, you're feeling a little sexy, good weekend time, but uh, I, I pull out the snake, I pull out the plunger, and I, I go to work on it, and it's still coming up. It, it's not, I'm, I'm losing the battle, and it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a manly man, I'm a, a good man, and I try to push the, the poop back, and uh, I, I suddenly notice that there's poop in, the, in the, the bathtub right next to it, and I'm like, what's going on? I've, like... I've cleaned toilets before, but I've never seen it backed up to the point that it's hitting the bathtub. I'm a little stupid. I'm a little naive. You know, I'm a 22, 23-year-old guy, and I don't know what the hell's going on. So where do I go with this story? Um, it starts to rise. Poop, poop starts to rise, and it starts coming over the, over the toilet. So I'm, I'm putting Drano in. I, I'm running to Home Depot and trying to get, you know, extra pumping stuff that I don't know about. Uh, I come back, and it's on the floor. Of it's it's overflowed, so sure enough, it keeps coming up. I don't want to call a plumber. Calling a plumber on a Saturday, you know, what's it going to be? How long is it going to take? Ultimately, I call a plumber, and a plumber comes out a couple hours later. At this point in time, there was probably half an inch of poop in my bathroom, just covered everywhere. And wait, wait, not just poop, tampons, chicken bones. It was everything, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I can see a tampon getting into the toilet, right? You can see that. But a chicken bone, you're like, who the hell throws a chicken bone in a toilet? And I know, I'm like, Julia, did you throw a chicken bone in the toilet? She's like, no, no. So it keeps coming up. The plumber can't do anything. Ultimately, what happened was, oh, ultimately what happened was the sewer line got blocked. And it got blocked about 25 feet from my house. So I could have been Hercules and I wouldn't have been able to, you know, to unplug this. So I had to call, you know, a special plumber to come out, a roto-rooter to come out and clear the line. And he finally comes out. But at this point in time, the poop is overflowed. It's, it's coming to my home. It's on the carpets. Poopy, dirty sewage water, chicken bone, teeth, hair, teeth. Who puts teeth in the sewer? But I saw teeth in the sewage. It's in my house. It, it's a good six feet from the bathroom. So it's, it's creeping towards the bedroom. It's creeping towards the living room. Keep in mind, I lived in a townhouse with my girlfriend. Um, it, ruined the, it ruined the carpet. Uh, fortunately I didn't own the place the landlord, you know, he had insurance and, uh, he got the carpet replaced, but that was a good, you know, $4,000 in carpet. I'm guessing, right. I don't know. 20 years ago, it's carpet cost. I don't know. Uh, but even more importantly, like what happens if I wasn't there that day? Uh, what, what would have happened? It would have ruined my bedding. It would have ruined my couches. It would have ruined my electronics. Anything that was on the floor would have been destroyed. I mean, I don't even know how high it would have got before the, the public health people figured it out. So I didn't have enough rental insurance. Fortunately, I didn't need it. But that was a lesson right there that, oh, my God, sometimes things happen that you don't expect them to happen. And again, I'm calling on all of you because all of you either are renting a home and or owning a home. And some of you are renting a home with five people. And some of you are owning a home and renting it out to other people. So you've got very complex situations. Only insure what you can't afford to lose and that's where the insurance industry makes their money because they overinsure you they tell you you know you need this because it's a better product and it overinsures you 
I have car insurance that I have very high deductibles on. I don't ever, ever plan on causing an accident. I never plan on using my insurance as deductible. So my deductible is as high as it can go. And that gives me the lowest monthly rate. With my renter's insurance or my homeowner's insurance at this point in time, I update it every five years because every five years things change. You know, you might get your little lady a diamond ring and you want to put that on your homeowner's policy. You might have done an improvement to the home, put in a whole brand new kitchen, and suddenly the value of the home has changed if it's got a new oven and new everything else in it, right? So there was a couple years ago that, you know, I've talked about the, the floods in the Northeast. I've talked about my sewage backup and not my personal sewage backup, but, you know, it, it basically ruined a home of mine. Um, there was a story a couple of years ago about San Diego. And you remember, like, Oprah Winfrey's house almost got burned down in the San Diego Hills and fire, fire, fire. And I did a story on that at that point in time because California homes had in, increased so much in value. A lot of people were underinsured. Now, what's interesting to note is a lot of the value of the home is tied up in the real estate. For instance, if you live in a peninsula house that's worth a million dollars, it's about $700,000 on the you know little teeny tiny land that you own and about $300,000 on the home. That's what it would cost if your home burned down to rebuild it. So, but you know, every couple of years, lumber becomes more expensive and labor becomes more expensive and the stuff that's inside of it becomes irreplaceable. Or maybe your home, your TV, like it's an old TV, so it's not worth as much. You really need to look at your insurance policies. And I know this sounds like a pain in the, the butt, but you need to read them and you need to find out what you're covered for or not. Are you covered for a flood? Uh, do you remember in Katrina, uh, a hurricane came and people said, hey, I got, the, I got insurance against hurricane. But the hurricane caused flooding, and the insurance company said, sorry, you're not covered against a flood. Like, that's a, that, that's a pain in the butt, right? So you really, really got to know what you're insured about because you can't afford to lose your home. You can't afford to lose, you know, that very, very expensive thing to replace. Um, so everyone should look at their, their policies, and everyone should update their policies every five years. On top of that, you know, update your policies every five years because things change in five years. Uh, you know, you may have a spouse that you suddenly hate. So you need to update your policies to remove them. Uh, your kid may no longer be driving a car at your house, so you could take them off the car insurance. Uh, up those deductibles. Uh, never use those. Never, ever, never use those. The insurance company basically loves you if you don't use your insurance, but they'll also give you the lowest rate. And the people that use the insurance, whether it's healthcare insurance or homeowner's insurance or um, not life insurance. Anyone that uses their insurance is going to see higher costs down the road because the insurance company says, you know, okay, Mr. Black, you wrecked your car, cost us $12,000 to replace it. I see that your premiums are only $400 a year, 400 to 12,000. We got to get our money back. So we know you're not going to get into a wreck technically da, 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 for another 6.2 years. Therefore, your rates can increase to X to cover, you know, we want to make sure. So in case you're a habitual car wrecker, or if you're a habitual car wrecker, they can't possibly ever make money off you, so they, they fire you. So update your insurance. Ah, uh, rain, snow, sleet, hail. I cover it all, right? I know you're saying that was the most intriguing first segment you've done in at least a day. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Pretend you're, on, um, you're dancing with the star's celebrity, and you can vote for me by calling 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk.
Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Do you have a good poop story? As we went to break, I told the story of my townhouse condo that overflowed with sewage. Heidi said, that was a good poop story, and I always enjoy a good poop story. I've got a, I do have a couple good poop stories other than that, but I, I want to keep it to that because I don't want you to think that my life is all about caca and poop um, in any way, shape, or form. But I'd love to hear yours. I'd love to hear if you got any good sewage stories or insurance stories. Like at one point in time, you went out up in the attic and like asbestos was everywhere and you never knew about it and what sort of liability there was. I love it when you call in. I really, I thrive on it and I dig it. I promise you, you call in. The more you call in, the more I'll give you good stock advice and business advice and insight. Uh, but you got to have a good poop story or you got to have something. Bring it strong to the microphone today. I'm in the air chair, but I share you on the airwaves. So again, we got Dan Rusinowski's very own Sharks tickets. He's the best man on the planet. He's nice and kind and generous. We ask him, uh, "Hey, can we give a, a, a giveaway?" And yeah, we're going to give away tickets to the Sharks on Friday for the April 10th game against Phoenix. And uh, you know, go Sharkies! It's exciting. Playoff times are exciting. So um, I, I don't know. It's I think any playoff scenario where like. You win or you go home, like game sevens of basketball or game sevens of of hockey. It's just fantastic. And it gives us all a break because work sucks. I hate my boss as much as you hate your boss. I, I actually kind of like my boss right now. But when push comes to shove, I hate him because that's the American way, right? So screw him. I want to go home and eat Cheetos. So 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Maybe a little bit of business time is appropriate because I know you love your business stories. Oh, yeah. It's business time. It's business time. It's business. I'm sorry, but I don't really care about Pamela Anderson and who she's dating or not dating. I love a good business story. For instance, TiVo said today that two legal events in the next 10 days could be dramatic. Now, I know you're saying TiVo's a stock, right? Yeah, and they're one of those companies that I don't know if they've got a good future or not. You know, is is the hard drive going to go into the TV or does the hard drive stay outside the TV with a DVR? Does the DVR get connected to the internet? Does the TV get connected to the internet? Like, where are we? Is it really just a commodity or not? So TiVo had their day in the sun. They had their day when they were adding more and more users and more and more software contracts and more and more hardware contracts. You know, the people were buying their their goods. Um, Their best days are behind them. Now we're talking about how will they play out legally? And they may get a mass amount of money. Now, my opinion is TiVo is out of business in 10 years or they're acquired within 10 years. And again, I think it'd be pretty interesting. Wouldn't you love to see Apple by TiVo or maybe Microsoft by TiVo and again, get more of what we want onto the TV? We want email on the TV. We want internet on the TV. We want to download our movies from Netflix instead of paying Comcast for our movies. So anyway, TiVo's got two big legal situations uh, coming up. One of them is against uh, AT&T and Verizon on a patent infringement. One of them against EchoStar. That could cause that stock to move higher. Elsewhere in business news, the U.S. economic recovery is gathering steam. This is according to Dallas Federal Reserve Bank President Richard Fisher, and I agree with him. 
I'm seeing it in commodities and earnings and lack of more job cuts. So I'm seeing it in the business world. Now, Fisher cited improvements in areas ranging from shipping to retail. He's arguing the nation's economic rebound is solid and sustainable. He's a proclaimed inflation hawk. His tone has become rather dovish. That means he doesn't see inflation. He's warming up to the idea of recovering some of the heavy monetary accommodation applied by the Fed to the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression. This is good stuff. This is good stuff if you're looking for a job. This is good stuff if you're looking to invest. So now a lot of our economic stimulus that he's not saying, but I will, is government spending. And it's Obama spending a trillion dollars to basically prop up the economy. And I, I think we've been propped up. The question is, has, have we been propped up enough that we could live on our own? Can we say we don't need this, this propping anymore? Speaking of propping, let's talk poop. Let's go to Pat in Sonoma, 800-345-5639. Pat? Yeah, hi. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, I have poop stories. Uh, I, got a, um, I got a nightmare. Okay. Um, I own a martial arts studio and about six years ago. We're in here uh, seven o'clock at night. Uh, we're teaching a class, and it's uh, it's a busy class. We've probably got about twenty twenty four people um, uh, doing class, and all of a sudden, to the along the the back wall, um, I see the the mats are actually look like they're floating. Okay. And um, uh, I go back over there and I check it out, and I instantly am stepping in about two inches of water, and the laundromat next door had overflowed and clogged the poop line right and it had overflowed into my school so now we're frantically trying to get people out get the mats up get vacuums up so we can vacuum this up and we're having no success at all it literally the before the water stops coming it's down two-thirds into my four thousand square foot school um, long story short, we end up having to cut 18 inches of sheetrock, and everything from 18 inches down has to be taken out and thrown away. My insurance company covers everything. Really? So who was your insurance? so cool. Who was your insurance company? Um, at the time, it was a combination of two. The landlord had yeah. one insurance company, and I don't know who that was, and mine was a group called uh, Frank Mint. And ultimately, your insurance company sued the laundromat's insurance company. No, you know what? They, nobody ever went after the laundromat. I don't understand why. Really? Nobody ever did, no. And that could have ruined your business if you didn't have proper well, insurance. You know, we had to close down for a week. Right. And we actually had to have specialists come in and, um, and test the water. Yeah. Uh, pull everything out. They had to, we had to get um, okayed by a, a specialty company saying we were not contaminated. That's, that's pretty damn entertaining stuff it was it was and you know i was just scared crapless because all i could uh, pun uh all i could think of and this happened the the week between christmas and new year's you know what i thought your poop story was gonna be pat (laughs) i thought your poop story was gonna be tied towards the white karate clothes and some little another whole different poop story and some little kid soiled himself because he got punched in the stomach my little dragons periodically will leave little nuggets <laughs> little dragons, little nuggets. <laughs> yeah. So, do you still run a? Do you still run a karate? Run the room. Do you still run a karate school? Oh yeah, yeah. We're into it for uh, twenty-one years now. So you could probably kick my butt in like ten seconds, right? No. No. I'm, I'm a pacifist. Really? Yes, I teach. I teach peace. Okay. How how early should children get into karate? Because I, I think old. it's how old? Four years old. Four years old. Four I think, five years old. I think it is a great. It's a great way to supplement what the what the parent is trying to do. 
Okay. It, you know, it, if the parent is really trying to build character, it's a great way to supplement it. Character, and it, it's just relaxing, and it's exercise, and yeah. it's a little self-defense just in case you ever need it. Absolutely, uh, yeah, definitely. You, you, the, whole, the whole idea of the self-defense is kind of like a byproduct in my school. Interesting stuff. I took, um, not, was, it, was it judo? I think. I think I took judo, the one where you flip and trip yeah, people. Yeah, judo was around. Judo was around. It's it's a it's a great sport. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, thanks for the call, Pat. You're welcome. But good stuff, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Get your kids into these these martial arts schools. I, I think it teaches so much confidence. And if you've got a high strung kid, it kind of like gets the energy out. And it can, maybe it's a boxing class. Maybe it's judo. Uh, you know, I. I, I I was fearful as a kid of getting hit. Like, I didn't want to play football, but for some reason getting flipped and kicked in judo was okay by me. But, man, I was a, a scaredy cat. I, I don't know how, if I'm relating to any other boys out there, if I'm telling any women what it's like to be a man or a boy. Last thing in the world I wanted to do was was get tackled or, or, or just pulled down to the ground or beat upon. Like, football was a, a scary sport to me, so... I guess I'm a little bit of a pacifist on the inside. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. The economy's doing well. TV's got a big legal issue. Coming up, I'm going to give you a little bit of information on stocks and investing, but we're also going to talk about the IRS. We're going to talk with Kathy Yakel from PC Magazine about tax software. Oh, no, it's the tax time of the year. I loved it when uh, Homer Simpson went to Washington, D.C., drives by the IRS. He goes, boo. <laughs> I think we could all relate. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Three four five five six three nine. If you want to get your calls on the show, anything financial, anything. We could talk about fixing computers. We could talk about insurance issues, being properly insured or not. We could talk about investing for kids, investing for adults, investing for adults are behind the the eight ball. Yesterday, I did a big story about how baby boomers are going to have to go back to work because they didn't save enough. Hey, there's a good business idea. Start a, a, a temp. A staffing agency for people who are 55 or older. No one's doing that right now. Anyway, taxes are due less than a month from now. It's already that time again. Um, online. I've done taxes online. I've done TurboTax numerous times, and I always liked it. Now, as I got older, my taxes got a little bit more complicated, so I've turned it over to a CPA. And I don't know if, I, if that's the right thing or wrong thing, but I always kind of like – I feel like a big shot when I have a CPA. Let's bring on Kathy Yackel. Um, she's with PC Mag. Uh, PC Magazine, you can find her online at PCMag.com. Kathy, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So, love your magazine. Oh, good. Nice to hear. Many, many years I've been a, a nerd and a fan of uh, all things PC. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think so. And a TurboTax user. And a, yeah, I was a TurboTax but user. You, but you switched to a CPA. I did, because I think I turned over 35, and, you know, you get a kid, you get a wife, you get yeah. you get a business with an, uh, a K filing, like, it just gets sloppy. Oh, sure. We we don't try to steer people away from CPAs in favor of, of software. There are, there are times when the software just isn't enough, and they themselves admit that they don't do everything. So Okay. So have you have you done background on all, all the services? Yeah, for this year. The, the article ran, oh, gosh, a month and a half ago, a couple months. I'm hearing that, like, there's a lot of free filings. Are those really free filings if you use TurboTax? Or uh, where do they get you on those deals? 
Pardon me? I hear the advertisements, but where do they get you on the deals if they're doing free filing for you? Well, they're not doing free filing. They're, all of the major uh, tax software providers have a free version. Uh, these are they're very limited versions, usually for people who have a 1040EZ or a 1040 with a very simple situation. Uh, I, they make their money from their paid versions. Each of them has three paid versions with varying levels of complexity. Uh, but there is one that's um, Tax Act, which is not as well known as the other two, although they've been advertising a lot. Uh, Tax Act has a completely free version that um, is is quite good. Um, so people who don't need as much help as what TurboTax offers or or uh, H and R Block at Home might consider Tax Act. If they can they can uh, get through the return on their own. Okay. Um, as far as Tax Act goes, that's a free one. I've never heard it. Where do you find that? Do you just Google Tax Act? Just go to taxact.com. And it's a .com. How do they make their money if it's free? Well, they have a paid version, too. Okay. Yeah. But but even that, uh, they have something called the Tax Act Ultimate Bundle for, for the online audience. It's seventeen ninety five for federal and state, and that includes e-files uh, compared to about 50 for the rest of them. So it's actually quite a good deal. Do any of them teach or do any of them have, like, secret Swiss bank account <laughs> additions so I can, like, hide money from the IRS and not pay my fair share? No, I'm afraid they do everything legally. Now, PC Magazine's known for editor's choice. Yes. And it's it's one of the things that I dig because I don't want to test all the monitors. I don't yeah. want to test all this, you know, the video cards. And you have an editor's choice that basically it's a cheat sheet. And I, and I dig that. It's uh, you do the work for me. You have an editor's choice. Who was the, the editor's choice for tax software this year? Uh, once again, it was TurboTax. They've, they have won uh, for several years now. They, for a while, they went back and forth between H&R Block, but TurboTax has been so solid the last few years. It, it still is extremely close, and we recommend H&R Block at home for uh, people who are doing their taxes um, by themselves, too. But TurboTax just offers a little bit more help. Its interface, um, I've said for years, it's one of the best-looking yeah. uh, applications I've ever seen and they continue to improve on it. Um, uh, this year they added something. H&R Block at Home, which used to be called Tax Act. I don't know if people know that. They changed their name this year. Um, H&R Block at Home insists that you go through the return uh, sequentially. You, you cannot skip a question and come back. It won't let you on to the next page. <laughs> there are pros and cons to that. Um, when you're finished, you might feel like you've, you've really completed it completely, uh, but it's also kind of a pain if you can't find your son's Social Security number and you want to keep working on the taxes. TurboTax added something this year that really um, helped it a lot. If you, if, like a Social Security number, if you can't find it, you can flag that page. And when you come to the end of the return, look at the list of your flags and you know exactly what you didn't do. And you can go back and add that stuff at the end. So they... They uh, they just keep adding little things that make it a lot easier. Well, that's that's good to know. And again, uh, the thing I liked about TurboTax is, like you said, you could flag the page, or you just don't even have to fill out the information. You can come back to it. Mm-hmm. And and doing taxes, I mean, you start on a Saturday morning, and it it takes a good probably an hour to get through all of this. Is my is my guess? Maybe forty minutes. Uh, but yeah, it does give you that opportunity to save it, walk away, come back, and and pick up where you left off. Exactly. So, which I do like. Anything else that we need to know, Kathy Ackle? Uh, people probably are concerned about 
safety, security okay. of doing this online. We we did all the online sites this year instead of the, the desktop software. Uh, like you said, you have to enter a username and password to get access, and the site logs you off after a period of time in case you leave and somebody else sneaks over and does something. Um, the sites also use security systems that are similar to those used by the major financial institutions. So these are these are they have to be secure sites. They're dealing with social security numbers and income and um, all kinds of very very private things. So um, I think people should feel com- confident using them. I, one more thing too, the advantage of doing this online, you can go in and actually complete your whole return without paying anything. You only pay when you print or when you e-file. So you can get a sense of, of whether this is the program for you or you want to jump over and try something else uh, and not put any money out like you have to with desktop. So you don't recommend people use Russian hacker soft Russian hacker sites that do the, the filing for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, these are uh, Second Story Software, which does Tax Act, uh, Intuit, which does TurboTax, and H&R Block, of course, are all long-time, well-respected companies, so I'd stick with them. How comfortable, and this is just kind of a side note, how comfortable are you, uh, or when are you uncomfortable, Kathy, with financial information on the Internet? Oh, gosh. Um, as far as entering my own? Yeah, like when, I wanna, I'm intrigued on what would flag Kathy to stop as a PC Magazine editor and say, I don't feel comfortable with this site or with this transaction. Usually, and this hasn't happened for quite a while, it, it would be when, um, if you go on one of these insurance sites where they're going to find the best rate for you and you, you have to enter a lot of information, including a social security number, well, I don't have a relationship with them. You know, I'm not, I'm not paying them to do something. I don't know enough about their security systems to, uh, to put something like a social security number on there. I just, there are very few sites that I'll put that information on my bank. Uh, my tax software, um, boy. Yeah, okay. That's about it. That sounds good. So, thanks for joining us, and uh, sure. be 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 aggressive with our uh, producer if there's ever a good story that you want to get out because I love all things PC. Oh, great! That's so, good to know. So, thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Rob. It's Kathy Ackle from PC Magazine. You can find her online at pcmag.com. Pcmag.com. And we just talked about uh, again. I could boil it down. TurboTax Premier rocks. As far as doing your taxes, unless you're complicated and, you know, complicated is if you have business interest in multiple states, if you have, you know, a divorce, there's, you know, extra things that need to be taken in consideration. Then if you need a CPA, contact me and I'll turn you over to my CPA, who I think is a wonderful man and uh, a pretty good, easy guy to work with. He's a. He's always fun because I always drop my paperwork off with him, like in stages. (laughs) Like I clearly can't get it all together at the same time. Like here's some W-2s. Uh, here's some bank information. Here's some investment information. And uh, he's cool with it. He, he keeps it all organized and does a good job. I always always end up doing well by him, I think. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's the Rob Black Show. You're listening to the Rob Black Show. Coming up in a couple of momentos, we're going to talk about a stock pick or an investment idea that might be intriguing to you. I've got more emails to get to. You can call me at 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. If you have any questions, thoughts, or a good poop story tied towards insurance, it's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Four five six. 
It's like finding a 20 in your inside coat pocket. All right, well, actually, it's more like finding a 10 in your inside coat pocket, but it still feels pretty good. It's the Rob Black Show on 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Woo-woo, those new liners and bumpers. It's always nice to have. I don't even, did you even pay attention to that? It's like finding a 10 in your pocket, and then it's like finding a 5 in your pocket. Why, why am I in your pocket? What am I doing there? So some of these teases and bumps, as they're called, are, you know, they're, they're all in good fun and good nature. And uh, You'll be hearing more. More production coming to the show ASAP. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Let's go to Jonathan and Martinez. Hey, Rob. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good. I, I was just curious as to see uh, why AT&T and Verizon were being sued by TiVo. Uh, patent infringement. Uh, you know, things like the Ford, you know, 30-second button, things like that. Um, AT&T and Verizon, there's some opening briefs in TiVo's patent infringement case against AT&T and Verizon, presided over by Judge Folsom, who has ruled for TiVo at every iteration of the TiVo Echo Star Dish Network proceedings. So now uh, he's basically said every time Echo Star Dish Networks that they, they copied the technology and they copied the patents and they used them inappropriately. So Dish Networks, you know, lost a big or Echo Star lost a huge court ruling. And this AT&T Verizon is starting to uh, heat up as well. So it's just on some of the patents. I, I don't have the specifics. I'm sure you can Google them and find out if you're really all that interested. Yeah, I was. I didn't know what AT and T and Verizon were involved with when it came to that kind of thing. Jonathan, did you have a TiVo back in the day? No, I, I actually I try to avoid as many services per month as possible. <laughs> I, that's a good way to save money, right? Um, yeah, but I'm also one of those stupid people that owns an iPhone and probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you're good looking. <laughs> well, the jury's out on that one. Hey, you got an iPhone. So, well, does that, yeah, well, I'm not going to get an iPad, I'll tell you that. To the prospective mates out there, you're you're a little bit more advanced than me and my Palm Pre or my Palm 8755 that's got a crack in it. So, <laughs> anyway. Say, right? I've been one of those that have had a phone, for changed out a phone almost every other year of my life. So, Jonathan, a, Friday we're giving away Dan Rusinowski's very own shark tickets if you want to call back and win them. I heard that. So, I will. So thanks. thanks. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Got a great email. And this is one of the, this falls into the lines of great email. Mr. Black, my name's Ethan. I'm a senior at Mission San Jose High School in Fremont, California. I'm currently enrolled in economy class. We're doing a stock market simulation. I'm not sure if you've heard of it or not, but it gives us high school students a chance to experience what the stock market is like and how all of it works. It's a cool idea. It's a good idea. So he says, I'll be honest with you. If I'm the winner of the simulation, I will be exempt from taking the final at the end of the year, which would make the end of my senior year way less stressful. Hey, end of the year, you should be thinking about college and girls and summertime. So I'm hearing you. He says, right now, my group is in second place and I'm doing all the research I can find on good stocks to invest in. Um, Currently, we own stock in Sony and Verizon and Texas Instruments, Imperial Oil, Oracle, Intuit and Sonic. The game ends April 30th, so we would need stocks that would earn us a profit in that short amount of time. So, holy mackerel, he's putting pressure on me. 30 days? It's the end of March already. He says, my mom is a huge fan, and she listens to your show almost every day. I came to her for advice, and she referred me to you. I'm desperate, Mr. Black. God, I want to help him. I do want to help him, but I really, really want to qualify that this is not the right way to approach money. This is not the right way to approach investing, in large part, you don't, investing's not one month. 
if I were in the contest and I had to make a move, like I'd almost look at your competition's picks first. Maybe let them lose because a lot of times in sports, you don't win the game. The other team loses the game. So sometimes all you got to do is show up and work. Now, if I were in it, I would go with some sort of Chinese stock. If I were trying to win, in large part, Americans are stupid. We go, oh, China, give me some of that. I need me some China stocks. Like, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all how why we love China so much when you can find great little stocks here. But I think that'll give you a little extra oomph, so to speak. And why do I say that? Because they tend to be inefficient stocks, and they tend not to trade um, in ways that make a lot of sense. There's like one called China Agritech, ticker symbol is CAGC, CAGC, and this one's on fire. So it's either going to win you the competition or lose you the competition. So it may not be the most appropriate for you. Today, it's down 5%, so I would look for something that's down. I would look for something that's getting beaten up that may have a, a bounce back. If I'm trying to, quote unquote, win a competition, let's see if I can throw out another one for you. Um, and I'll go with some cheap stocks because I, I think that may appeal to you. There's one called, um, let's see. I mentioned Shift Nutrition the other day, ticker symbol WNI. And I think that's a winner. There's one called Joe's Jeans, ticker symbol J-O-E-Z, J-O-E-Z. And uh, again, jeans company. It's, it's underfollowed. It's small. So it's going to hurt you. Or it's going to do you very, very well. Uh, Nova Measuring Instruments, ticker symbol NVMI, NVMI. The Semiconductor Equipment World's on fire. It's doing great. So we know that because we studied applied materials. But you don't want a big company. You want a small company. You want someone who's going to get the benefit of it uh, without, how we sh- shall we say, uh, getting a lot of the... Uh, get Without being large. Without moving slowly. With having the ability to move quick and fast and easy. So anyway, those are some ideas. I don't recommend it. Um, you know, Zixit, ticker symbol Z-I-X-I, would be, it's going to be a home run or a strikeout. Um, L&L Energy, ticker symbol L-L-E-N. It's basically a coal mining facilities in China. So I could throw out hundreds of these, but again, it's going to be a strikeout or a home run. Hopefully your mom was listening because I'm not sending you a list on this kind of stuff because it's ultra, ultra ultra scary and um could get you could lose some real money so i throw that out there for you now, i just mentioned applied materials and I, I want to give a little bit more color on this because i think it's a nice transition away from his email and again for the record this kid could write any uh, and I, I gotta go back to the email real quick ethan could write a good email that's probably one of the most admired skills coming out of high school that i would if i had a kid in high school right now i would make sure that boy could write a good email that's going to help him, A, seduce women. It's going to help him, B, impress teachers. It's going to help him, C, get a job. I mean, everything wonderful is done in writing. Everything I've ever learned, I've, re- I've learned from a book. So it's the people's ability to write that really impresses me. And that boy can write a good email. So that mama, she should be proud in my opinion. I know you're saying, Rob, did you really just say that everything you ever learned, you learned in a book? <laughs> yeah. I was an avid reader as a kid. Avid. And to this day, everything that I learned that's good is is done through uh, reading. I don't, I don't watch CNBC. CNBC to me is like candy. CNBC to me is like taffy. I love taffy. But it has no nutritional value to me. Or, oh, here comes Rob's controversial statement. I love Chinese food, but I'm on the toilet pooping it all out 30 minutes later. It doesn't hold any retention. 
I know you're saying that's your second good poop story of the day. No, I'm not as good as my first one. So, yeah, I, I mentioned that story. There, there's been great dumb moments in Rob Black's life. And let me give you a good one. Uh, I say a lot of stuff off the cuff and I don't realize I'm hurting people. And I, and I, I don't mean it. Like my comment about Chinese food. I once said that at a seminar. I said, you know, that stock is a lot like Chinese food where you eat it and then you poop it out 30 minutes later. There's nothing. It's like eating sand. There's no nutritional value that's retained because it's greasy. Well, and again, Chinese food in America is greasy. Chinese food in China, not so greasy. So not so deep fried. Anyway, I'm totally digressing. Um, there was another story that I told at a seminar. And again, this is a, this is, we can call this segment... All the dumb things Rob Black says put in one encapsulation. Uh, someone asked me about gold, and I said, yeah, gold. It used to be a great investment back when, you know, we had the Calvary, and we were moving west, young man, and Indians would scalp us. That's when gold had a value, when, when it was dangerous to get to. When Christopher Columbus sails around the world to, to find a land, gold had value. When, when times were a little bit tougher, today, not so tough. The value on it, not as high. To me, gold is a hedge against inflation. But I said something stupid. I said, back when Indians would scalp us. Class A, moron. Thank you very much. I take that on the brunt. Now, Heidi, was that, is that offensive to you that I said Indians would scalp us? Okay, just checking. So, Drew Carey once said about the Cleveland Indians, and they've got a logo that's a, a kind of a, a red-faced Indian. He said, I like the logo. And the uh, crowd started to boo. He said, hey... Wouldn't it be a logo problem if the Indians fought a little harder? I kind of like that. It's kind of like, ooh, what would that logo be if the Indians won against the United States? Anyway, now I'm totally digressing. Back to applied materials. I know you're saying, Rob, your head works in weird, weird circles. How did you get to talking about applied materials? Well, the email of the guy that he sent, I mentioned a, a semiconductor equipment company as a potential investment idea for him to try to hit a home run with. And I did some research this morning, and there's a research company called Keras. And I, there's brokerage communities like, like Smith Barney Citigroup. Citigroup, not only do they have brokers that will help you buy and sell stocks, but they have a research department that will help their brokers buy and sell stocks. I tend not to value the research of the big houses as much as I value the research of the small houses. And you're going, why? I tend to think it's a little bit more freedom, a little bit more honest. They're not doing investment banking. They're not trying to impress anyone in the semiconductor equipment arena. Uh, they don't have the, the depth of pockets to you know, do the investment banking. So sometimes the research out of Citigroup, mm, I'm not saying this, but I'm going to say this, that you know, sometimes a company would get a favorable review because they happen to do business with that company, that big brokerage house. So I tend to value the smaller brokerage houses. Like, so Keras comes out with research note this morning, and they basically are upping their price target on applied materials. Now, applied materials is the granddaddy. They are the granddaddy of semiconductor equipment. And back in the golden heyday of the 1990s, you could have made money by investing in applied materials. Now they're just too damn big. For them to have an impressive quarter, it's almost like China has to be reinvented. Do you know, see what I'm trying to say? Sometimes you're, you're, you do so much business that there's no more business for you to do. So you obviously do research and develop so, so you can come up with new ideas, new technologies. Um, but it's, it's a lot slower grower. And when that tends to happen companies tend to give off dividends. So to me, a tech company that gives off dividends, it's no longer that tech growth sexy story. It's now a established company that's going to be in business for 20, 30, 40, 50 year story, which is a totally different way of approaching investment. So applied materials is the big daddy. Now, 
they, they had an analyst meeting yesterday, and what they basically said was profitability of the quarter was great, and business segments are doing good, and our strategic initiatives are doing good. Now, again, I say boring. Don't got time for that big of a company. No way, no shape, no how. But if business is doing good for applied materials, think of it as an ecology. If the 800-pound gorilla is feeding well, and he basically says, ah, ha, 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 had a good quarter. Business environment was good. A lot of fish in the sea. I ate a lot of fish. Well, some of those fish that he didn't eat are going to be picked up by companies like Lamb Research and Novellus. So if you believe in the business cycle story that Applied Materials is telling us, you got to believe in the story of maybe Lamb Research smaller, maybe Novellus smaller can leverage some of the gains out of the big boy, can pick up some of the fish, pick up some of the leftovers. I hope that made sense in some way, shape, and or form. Friday, going to give away Dan Rusnowski's very own Sharks tickets. What a gentleman. He is such a gentleman. So we're going to give away tickets for April 10th game, Sharks against Phoenix. That's going to be a good one. That's a Friday night. That's a Friday night. Isn't it a Friday night? It's a Saturday. It's a date night. That's a date night game. That's cool, and you can't beat that with a stick. Anyway, we're going to give those away Friday, probably right around 11.10, right around this time. On the call, and then... uh, have you talked to Dan yourself? So, I don't know. Maybe that's appealing to you. Maybe it's not. I don't know. No guarantees. No guarantees. I take them away from you. You're listening to the Rob Black Show. Coming up, I've got headline news. Call the show, 800-345-5639. How am I doing? Give me a review of the first hour. Should I send it to the Smithsonian and put it in the time capsule or or work on it for tomorrow? 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 